Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today I want to talk about the candy cane conundrum. Since the 1900s, the candy cane has been around in North America, coming from, as is written, German roots. And for some people, they think that the candy cane has no connection to Christian tradition. Others might suggest that there is a connection. Whether there is a legitimate connection or not, today I want to have some fun and use the candy cane as a way of a teaching tool. And for those of you that have young children, why not use the candy cane and its symbols to help to teach about faith? I think anytime we use symbols, ideas, illustrations, analogies to help increase faith, so long as we're not teaching heresy, in other words, a teaching about God that is inaccurate, why wouldn't we use such things? So, no conundrum with me today. Let's talk about the candy cane. First and foremost, we know the candy cane is in the shape of a J, if you hold it correctly. The J represents the holy name of Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. The most beautiful name that anyone will ever hear. Why? Because there is power in the name of Jesus. You see other people's names... Sharon. Nope. Joseph. Nope. Rico. Great name, but nope. But when you say the name Jesus, it just has a different feel to it, doesn't it? And that's why, God forbid, when people use the Lord's name in vain, it's so horrifying. Because when they drop a JC bomb, They have no idea that they are offending God himself and also anyone else. When I hear that, I'm not happy. My friends will tell you, people who used to play sports with me will tell you, that on my bench, there are no JC bombs. We do not say Jesus Christ in a negative way. So the candy cane reminds us that it's all about Jesus, his birth in Bethlehem to be our Savior. So, J, so turn those candy canes upside down, and every time we see the letter J, may we be focused on the Lord Jesus in thanksgiving for that name above all other names and his presence in our daily lives. Another thing about the candy cane that's so beautiful is if you flip it the other way, it has that shepherd's staff look. So, again, we should think about Jesus. Jesus calls himself our good shepherd. So even in this, the Christmas season, we're called to follow Jesus, the good shepherd. And so the shepherd's staff, as we turn the J upside down, allows us to remind ourselves that we are part of the flock of Jesus. Now, candy canes have taken the form of many different flavors, colors, etc., I want to now look at the traditional colors of the candy cane. So we know that we generally have a white cane with red stripes on it. Now, originally, there were three stripes on the candy cane. 
And again, when we think three as Catholics, we naturally move to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But in these two colors, it also helps us to identify with the love of God and white being holy, holiness. We're called to love God and live holiness. So again, the candy cane is a reminder to us of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Now, we all know that candy canes are hard. Although you can purchase soft candy canes, the hardness of the candy cane can also remind us of the solid foundation of faith that is found in the Catholic Church, that our foundation is not in an institution led by human beings, rather it is a gift given to us by Almighty God. And the church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. And so we know that we never have to waver from understanding that our faith is rooted in gospel values given to us by Jesus himself. We also recognize in the colors of white and red, friends, the imagery of the divine mercy in which blood and water flowed from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. So again, these colors help to identify for us this beautiful, beautiful gift that God has given as our Savior and Redeemer, how the manger and the cross are so closely connected. Also, most of the time, candy canes have a peppermint flavor, and people like to tie this to the hyssop branch that played an important role at the first Passover and also at Christ's crucifixion. So even the flavor itself can be rooted and help us to learn about our faith. When we spend time in Advent preparing for the coming of the Lord, now we represent that the Lord has come. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. So when you look at the candy cane, when I look at the candy cane, may we not just enjoy a treat, but rather use the candy cane as a tool for teaching young children to come to know Jesus more and more, but also to help us to be reminded of an ever-present God in our midst. May the holiness of the Christmas season, friends, draw you into a more intimate union with God. So today for the candy cane conundrum, let's just trust that these symbols are great ways to share faith too and have a little bit of fun at the same time. So now if you haven't had a candy cane today, I've just given you permission. Go and enjoy. Merry Christmas to you. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. The candy cane conundrum has been solved. God loves you, and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.